0: Sana to illuminate and I'm sure right now you're wondering what is this show even about what is illuminated? Eh? Why should I be listening to it? Let me tell you something. If you're a 21st century teenager looking for the truth and to be equipped and empowered to be a witness for Christ then you my friend are listening to the right podcast and if you're also new to the Christian faith no matter what age you are and you don't know where to start then this podcast is also for you. I'm your host Kate Wangila. Yeah, guys, Karibu Tenasana for part 2. Now in part 1, we're talking about salvation and uh, we're just discussing the basics. What is it? Who is it for? Who is saving us? And if you haven't listened to part 1, please, for the sake of context, let's just go back and listen to part 1 and then you can come back to part 2 because it be a bit confusing. But anyways, Sasa, let's start again. Once again, part 2, here we are. Now, the question I have for all of you, once again, is why do I need to be reconciled? Why is it a must? Why do I need to be reconciled with God? You know, because mm. salvation, is in the, uh, I mean, essentially, is reconciliation with God.
1: Mm. Is that
0: not so? And why, why, why exactly do I need it? Uh,
2: okay, uh, let me start it off. Then I'll kick. I'll kick. I'll kick the ball back to. Uh, Mark. Eh? Mm-hmm. Mark will help me with this one. yeah. So when you talk about the term reconciliation, eh, uh, that means uh, when you look at the term itself, reconciliation, it means that uh, at some point, something went wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, It could be a relationship, it could be a conversation. And so why do we need to be reconciled back to God? It's simply because eh, um, our relationship with Him is not what probably He intended it to be like. So that that then probably means we need to be reconciled. And um, one thing that you must understand is that sin is what brings enmity between us and God. Mm-hmm. Because God is holy. He cannot withstand sin. That's one of the things we need to appreciate. Yeah? And also, having been born in sin and having had this sinful nature in us, God cannot withstand that. Mm-hmm. And therefore, your relationship with God, it's somehow what i will say probably contaminated for such, you know, yeah, let me say that. Yeah. So then it means it, 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 it needs someone who is not contaminated or who is without sin mm-hmm. for him to come in between and reconcile the two of you.
1: Yeah. And
2: that is where Jesus Christ comes in. And when he comes in, he makes you a friend of God. Mm. So prior to that, yeah, if you're this kind of a person who is not born again, who is not uh, saved? You need to understand that you are living uh, as a, as probably an enemy of God, so to speak. Eh, where you need to to be reconciled back to Him because um, let me also use the the whatever uh, the analogy of a broken bridge. Mm-hmm. You know when there's danger on one side and there's flood on one side and in between between you and your safety the the bridge is broken. It will need someone to come in and probably be able to complete that that broken bridge for you to cross over to there to the other side. And in this case, eh, where 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 someone is who is not born again, they're on this other side of danger, where there's so much thing, there are so many things happening, and at the same time, they cannot be able to access safety on this other side because of the broken bridge. So Jesus Christ comes in. Uh, becomes like that bridge and then allows you to cross over to the other side where you are you again are in a place of safety and you become friends of God.
0: Mm, okay, so I think um, there's something that you mentioned and it sounded kind of like if you are not of God, then God yes. isn't. Uh, you're you're in the world. Yes. So yes. why why is that that if we're not of God, then we're in the world and God loves us regardless of our sin. Why now, is that so?
2: Uh, um it's 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 uh, a that's a very tricky question because uh, sometimes we ask ourselves, why would God, who mm-hmm. created us and is so loving, would throw us to hell? Mm-hmm. You know, why would why would I go to hell if surely God loves me? Mm-hmm. But we also need to understand that uh, uh, like we said earlier on, God has given us the free will, that's mm-hmm. the first thing. and w- why why, why probably we will go to hell? It's not because God wants you to go to hell. It's mm-hmm. because you made that decision.
1: Oh, it is yeah. not
2: God throwing you to hell. It is based on the decision that you made while you're still alive that leads you to to hell. It is not God. You know, at the end of the day, God has given us the solution where He's given us His Son Jesus Christ, who came and died for us for us to be able to to spend eternity with Him. Mm. So when we talk about God. Uh, God being a loving God, he is, that is his nature, he cannot change. So when you talk about love, you cannot you cannot disconnect love and God. God is love, that is who mm-hmm. he is. Eh? Mm-hmm. To an extent that he will give you chances after chances for you to come back to him. Mm. So that at the end of the day, when you are going to hell, it will not be because God hates you. It will be because you have made that choice, mm-hmm. regardless of God's, you know, uh, availing this opportunity like what we are sharing right now we are sharing our experiences from how we used to be to where we are today you know mm-hmm. we had that nene we had uh, we had uh, that 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 liberty or that freedom to say by the god could I be, let me the st- stories st- of salvation staki mm-hmm. but you see at the end of the day come and me decide to follow that path whatever happens you know I'll have to bear the consequences mm-hmm. of my own choices eh? this is seen even in real life Okay, i am kasubusa by the way Ex- examiner come
1: mm-hmm
2: it's because you've chosen not to read and so exam mm. you know if you choose to place your finger on fire it'll burn you it's yeah. nothing you know you see so i I think when you talk about God being a loving father or being a loving god we also need to understand that God is also a god of justice he will mm. give you what you what you deserve mm mm-hmm. You know, he will give what you deserve. So if at the end of the day, I'm a his love, you have rejected it. Justice will actually play a role and say, this and this happened. So you chose this. So that's what you deserve.
0: Ah, so actually, you've um, essentially answered the reason, the question about the reason why we go to hell. Mm. You know, because we rejected God's love and the opportunities yes. that he has given us to come yes. back over and over and over again. Mm. So the reason people go to hell is not because God hates us. Or mm-hmm. essentially hates we humanity. Have decided we have chosen. It's because you have chosen for yourself. And mm-hmm. there's no such thing as, Oh, the devil made me do this. You're the one who chose for yourself, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, um I mean <laughs> even us we need to cut some we need to cut some slack to the devil, you know, to Mambia as in mm-hmm. okay, atasiku but we just cut him some slack because of course yes, he, he has that influence, he has influenced us mm-hmm. to do this there's temptation now, mm-hmm. but when you act upon that temptation, anyways, I'm getting too deep into it. Yeah, but can I, can I, can I add oh. something okay. mm-hmm. yeah, on,
1: on that point of why we need to be reconciled with God? Yeah, uh, I remember the story of the the parable mm-hmm. of the prodigal son. Eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he decided to he decided that he was a, a grown man mm-hmm. who can mm-hmm. be independent mm-hmm. and can be self-sufficient so he decided to walk out of his father's house Mm -hmm. and uh, the reason why we need to be reconciled is seen in his life outside of his father's house you know Mm -hmm. there were his friends who were fleeting and they made him waste the Mm -hmm. the riches that his father had given him and uh, out there he was being beaten by Mm -hmm. by by strangers out mm. there he and was
0: with pig style, my friend. yeah,
1: yeah, he was even dining with the pigs, and uh mm. we can see that for us to be reconciled to our Father, who is God, it mm-hmm. means everything, it means everything for us, because, according to that parable, mm-hmm. without our father, our lives would be would be a mess, a waste, our lives would be hopeless, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh. I can see that parable, it really explains why we need God in our lives. We need to go back to him yeah, uh, yeah, and to humble ourselves and go back to him.
0: And thank you that you brought that parable up because, um, okay, now in my perspective, that parable, when the son was given the riches, the riches in now regards to our Christian life, I think, is the free will, Mm. uh, the inheritance. For me, I think that means now the riches... um, is in regards to free will. Now he had free will. He, he took it. He went. He mm. rather spent it, in quotes. And, you know, he did all that he could with that free will. Mm. 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 And yeah. then now, when uh, when things started going south, mm. of course, now he had to come back had to, to come back the too. Father. Mm. So, thank you for bringing that
3: um, parable up. Sandy you had something to say. We have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if we were born with sin, our human nature is sinful in nature. Mm-hmm. And yet, to go to heaven, mm-hmm. you have to be without sin, mm-hmm. meaning you have to be perfect. But then again, it's in our human nature, like we are sinful in nature. We're imperfect. Yeah, we're imperfect. May mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we just want to know, because I don't know where it says the road to heaven is narrow. I don't know whether it's mm-hmm. in the Bible or somewhere. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. narrow and the road to hell is
2: it's wide. wide, yeah.
3: Why would God expect you to be without sin and yet you have that sinful nature in you? And then I was even wondering Did Adam and Eve go to heaven? Hmm. (laughs) Question Did they go to heaven? Come to think of it. They were in paradise.
2: They're in paradise already. They had the, they already had access to the fullness of God. Eh? Yes, but, but essentially uh, they
0: were kicked out because of sin. Yeah,
2: but the Bible is quite on that, so we may not probably know whether they went to heaven or not. Eh? You know, mm-hmm. there there are some there are some places the Bible is very okay silent about something, so we can only probably uh, speculate. In, Uma, we, unless we'll, we start we'll now see start, when we get there. Yeah. Unless now we start coming up with some other funny, funny stories theories. of you know, yeah, mm, theories yeah, and all yeah, that. Yes. But where the Bible is silent, we can only speculate. about so Adam and Eve. Uh it's like asking whether Judas is in heaven, you know, we can yeah. only we can <laughs> we, only, we'll, we'll only see when we, we can. get there. <laughs> we can only find all these answers when we get to heaven on that day when we will be with god eh? and mm-hmm. probably have that conversation but going going back to what sanders asked it's a, it's a very fundamental question and concern about god expecting us to be holy mm-hmm. and uh, and perfect eh? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you need to establish is that we are working in, pro- in progress. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way we go and then there's a signage somewhere. The road is done, it's carpeted very nicely. And then after two days or three days, eh, you mm-hmm. realize that the road has some potholes. It's bumpy. Yeah. So what happens is they will put in some sign and say, "men at work. Mm-hmm. So it means the road was good, but at some point something happened somewhere. Yeah. So what happens is in our work with God is that he perfects, he's perfecting. What is inside of us, and the other thing that also we need to understand is that um, when God looks at us, He does not necessarily see see uh, let me say see um, the, the the bad things and all things that we we know. He sees Christ in us, mm-hmm. and Christ is our righteousness. You know, when God looks at at us as Christian, He sees. Christ in us mm-hmm. because Christ the Bible talks about he has clothed us with his righteousness so we have the righteousness of Christ Jesus so that does not mean we will not experience pain mm-hmm. we will not go through temptations we will not go through the normal things human beings go through the advantage we have is the fact that when we realize that we have done something wrong there is the Holy Spirit in us who convict us and tells us hey Sunday you've done something wrong you need to come back on this. So once you've done that and you've come back, it simply means that uh, you have learned something and now you're going back to where you use, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you continue that, that, that journey. Um, and like someone who is not born again, you know, their conscience is dead. And they're okay. I mean, life moves on. Me, I have no problem. But you see, for us who are believers, Christian, because of who is in us, he is righteous and he is holy, there will be that struggle. You see, so that at the end of the day, Christ is working on us. He's pruning us, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's doing away with some things so that when Christ shall appear, mm-hmm. we'll all be perfect. Mm. You know, so we are on this earth. Something's happening. You know, Christ is perfecting us. He's working on us. The Bible said both to do and to will according to his good pleasures. Mm-hmm. So he's working on us. But at the same time, also, he gives us a responsibility. He says, work out your salvation. So Christ is working in us, but we also have a responsibility. So that is, that, is, that is something that we need to establish. But secondly, again, when he says, talks about narrow is a way that leads to heaven, and wider is a road that leads to the other side, it simply means that mm-hmm. the ones like now as Christians, eh?
1: mm-hmm. it
2: is not that we don't have freedom. We have, we have freedom in Christ we have freedom. Eh? But the way, the standard, let me say the standard that Christ has set for us are so high than compared to the world. Okay, and that to the world, their standards are too low. And mm-hmm. as a Christian, if you backslide or if you go back to the world, you're actually lowering your standard if I was to put it that way. Because the world is looking at us to set the standard. The world is looking at us to be an example. And that is why Jesus says we are the light. So Jesus has set up the standard, you know, Unlike the world where there is no standard, you see. So the the standard on the wall, in, in the world, on the other side of the world, they are very low. That's why people will go around doing any kind of thing, you know, because their standards are low. But for us, who are Christians, our standards are so high to an extent that there are things we will not do because mm-hmm. of the standards we have. The way we we carry ourselves with decorum, no. Mm-hmm. So that is probably what it means, you know, with that canaro path. Uh,
0: ah, Sandy, I would also like to answer your question. Um, when you say that God, why why does God expect us to be, you know, perfect? Um, I don't think we, in necessarily God expects us to be perfect because um, there was somewhere I was reading in a devotional, but God rather rejoices in our attempts to be holy. And what does holy mean? Holy means to be separated. And that means to be separated from sin, hmm. to be separated from the world. And, you know, to just be our best versions how god would want us to be so that he rejoices more in our attempts than he does in our condition so we may not necessarily be holy but we are trying to get there and that's what god rejoices in
3: yeah so since god is all-knowing this is the last question Mm -hmm. (laughs) since he's all-knowing and he knows our fate Mm -hmm. do you think he already knows who'll go to heaven and who'll go to hell
2: mark you want to mark it looks like you want to attempt
1: to they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah. yeah. somewhere There's somewhere I read mm-hmm. that uh even before the beginning of time God knew you mm-hmm. and he he chose you you know mm-hmm. so uh you being saved is not is not by accident you know God actually chose you even before you were born yeah
3: so he knows you're going to go to heaven or
2: hell <laughs> that, 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 that's, a very, <laughs> that's a very that's a very sensitive question eh? mm. because you know if you if you go that direction then what it means you know there's a there's a there's a I don't I don't know whether to call it a cult or a, I don't know that believes eh, there's an a particular number of people who are going to go to heaven oh
0: 144,000 yeah.
2: 144, so yeah. you see Imagine, how many are we? And surely there
0: are more yes. people who love God yes. and who are if, to be holy uh, yeah. more than that. even. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So that means it's not even a quarter. It's a quarter, mm. quarter, 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 quarter that will go to heaven. So you see, if you look at it that way, then hey, am I among the 144,000? Come and see, you see. So there <laughs> are guys who will take it that way. Misleading but for me, doctrines. Yes. Mm. For, but for me, what I believe is... Eh, the Bible is very clear. Whoever believes in him, so he doesn't give a clause where it says 144. It says whoever believes in Christ. The, way,
0: the Bible doesn't give yes. a number. Mm. Yes.
2: So if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in, then you are guaranteed of heaven. Whether you are the 140, and. 44 40. Yes, yes mm. yes if you are, <laughs> whether if you are, you're the fifth yes. million yes whether you you're still the tenth go to million. you still go to heaven but again if you if you look at if you look at it that that is say where god that at god and adjus on in the heaven on in the hell it will limit us it will limit us in many ways even telling other people about jesus because it's a corner same ah see god and adjus on in heaven see god and I do us on in the hell so there's no need of telling others about jesus mm-hmm. what you thought you and, you, the and I think
0: um that' that thing that you're saying about limiting because you don't know whether you' you are evangelizing or rather you' mm. you're sharing about Christ to that person was mm. their ticket to heaven who knows maybe they were supposed mm. to get saved through you sharing to them about Christ so can you imagine if if you are if you if you had such a limiting belief mm. Allah will mm. say ah then I won't share the gospel of Christ yeah and what if that mm. another person was depending on you mm. to be there, you mm. know, to mm. be the kind of introduction to Christ? Mm.
2: Yeah, it's mm. true. Please, um,
4: so, another thing I think that you cannot reason with the uh, semi that question is that uh, the way after, before Jesus left, he told the disciples, you spread the good news
2: to the, to, the, ends, of the, to the
4: ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that that means that Christianity is open to everyone and anyone.
0: No matter what religion, there's no, no limitation. Matter what age yeah. no matter what i don't know yeah, every yeah walk there's of no life.
4: there's no limitation mm-hmm. of even given a number of because ndio, for the gospel to reach all the corners of the earth mm. so easy. from those days from those days and the earth is there earth earth the mm. so after mm. from now we are in billions considering the people mm. the people who have passed away yeah it's billions So I don't think there's a limit to Mm. Mm. the gospel.
0: Yeah, Yeah. there's absolutely no limit. Mm. Anyways, guys, so um, now I want to ask. So if I do get saved, mm, now this may be someone who is asking this question. If I do get saved, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for me when I get saved? Mm. What implication does it have on my life?
1: Mm. Okay, being, being saved. uh, I'll explain it from a personal level. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, it meant uh, it meant being born again, and uh, being being a new person. You know, Mm -hmm. living away the, the old ways and welcoming in uh, a new a new way of life, which is inspired by, by God and the teachings of Jesus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so uh that's what i can say being being saved means you know yeah, yeah.
3: Mm. sandy what implication does it have um i think for me it means that you no longer operate under your own strength mm. and mm. that the only fear that you're supposed <coughs> to be having is the fear of god mm. and i remember in the past i never understood the the type of fear you're supposed to have towards God I used to think it's that fear the frightening one yani the fear like you're about to die that yeah, fear yeah. but I came to realize it's the fear of you don't want to do anything bad yeah, to you don't God don't want to offend him holy God you, yeah. you know he's
0: given you so, he's he's gracious he's merciful towards you as enough you know?
3: Yeah, and you want to form a relationship with Him. Mm. And not, I think people on this say that you're forming a relationship with God, it's just reading the Bible and everything like that. But personally, I take my relationship with God to be like a relationship with a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if I wake up today Same. and I don't talk to you, if I wake up tomorrow again, I don't talk to you, like la- pray. Mm-hmm he'll get offended, yeah? Mm. And our relationship won't be the same again. Yani at a jam, mm-hmm. And he won't want to talk to me, so I have to do something that will actually make him want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I treat my relationship with God. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the more effort you make into fixing that relationship or to mm-hmm. maybe growing that relationship, the more effort he'll make on you because it's a, it's a two-sided thing.
0: And I think that's a common misconception that you, usually people who are new to Christianity have that, you know, a relationship mm. with God, you must be formal in your prayer. You mm. say, dear Heavenly Father, everything, mm. you know, you have to choose the right words. You have mm. to read the right Bible verses. Let me tell you, personally, I talk to God as if he's my best friend. I talk to God as if he's there. Manzi, I can be walking on the road I just be like, Manzi, mm. God, can you imagine what that chick did to me? Mm. Mm. Imagine... I, I, this and this and this happened. I know. I know you already know, but still, I want to tell you this and this and this, this happened. As in, it's just you know that kind of friendship you get. Yeah. It doesn't yes. have to be yeah. formal. As in, mm. I can talk to you the way I'm talking to you guys.
1: Mm. You know. Mm.
0: Yeah. I and I feel like that now should be normalized in the Christian yeah. community. Mm. You know, just talking to God as if he's you know there in front of you. Umambi tu God nimefika mahali. You know, unamongelesha you and your best
1: friend. Mm. And surely uh, he, yeah.
0: he is. He yeah. is yeah, the he's best our friend. Best he's a father. Yeah, true. Mm. Mm. He's everything.
4: And I think uh part many people forget is uh, at the time of uh, Jesus was uh, being crucified, mm-hmm. the temple curtains mm-hmm. were split. And that meant that mm. God was open to everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think at that time of uh, that, uh, it was around... Uh, it's now, around two two years, two thousand years ago, mm-hmm. is that there was that formality. Mkendako, uh, ladies were wa- weren't mm. allowed. Mm. We yeah. So it it opened up everything that mm. at any time you're able to come and see God because Uko, there was an official time of coming to the temple, mm-hmm. an official time of, of closing. Leaving, so it,
0: official wear. Yeah. Mm.
4: It was. It was. It was now changed because. Mm -hmm. you can now go to God freely. Mm -hmm.
0: And
2: I
4: think that that in a it brings a another mode of Christianity that people have not acknowledged yet. So for me I think that getting to know Christ is the best thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Because even when you look at it in Leviticus, Leviticus, God gave every single instruction, as in mm. to the detail of mm. how you were supposed to come to yeah. Him, of yeah. how you were supposed to. By the way, in Leviticus, Stephen, hey, you must sacrifice CG, mm. a specific ram for your sin, for mm. a specific sin, even. Mm. And I feel now as, that as Christ has come to to mm. fulfill the, um, the Old Testament, it has changed everything, mm. the whole perspective was about Christi- Christianity. And that's why Christianity doesn't have to be boring the way people say it is. Mm. As in, yeah, you can yeah. just come to God anytime, mm. how, no matter how, no matter anything, mm. with anything, anytime, anywhere, you know, he's there every day. Anyways, guys, as we close, um, now, I, I want to ask a very important question. And a question that is, um, you know, um, quite... I don't know how to put it, but it brings up a lot of confusion. Can a Christian truly lose, lose the um, salvation? Pastor Isaac, Could you answer that for us?
2: Um uh. <clears throat> let, let me let me uh, let me go back to what what you asked about the implication of being saved, eh? mm-hmm. especially for us young people. I think um, what really affects us uh, from being born again, or what really stands our way from being born again, is the kind of orientation we have been given to salvation. Mm-hmm. Some of us come from families where our parents are very strict. Yani, usipoenda church, macho, you know. Mm. Some of us come from families where. We've been introduced to things of Christianity as the must, the dos and the don'ts. Mm-hmm. So there's usually that fear of, hey, if I get saved, if it's about the dos and the don'ts, a Used to salvation, a So we've not like really explored or um, or experienced salvation at a personal level. And like we are saying, again, salvation it's about a personal walk and decision with God. You know, you don't have to live the way your parents lived for you to get to enjoy salvation. Because again, we are all unique. God has created us differently. And 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 God expects us to live our life to the fullest and enjoy salvation. Going back to the question of losing salvation, eh, I'm I am the opinion, eh, no. I am the op- I'm, 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 uh, of the opinion, no, because eh,
0: Okay, why is it an opinion and not a fact?
2: Because you know, people have different understanding standing on that. Eh, mm-hmm. And I give scriptural basis uh, mm-hmm. as 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 I as I move on. Eh. Um there are people who say that it is. It is possible for a Christian to lose their salvation. Those are two schools of thoughts. Eh? Mm-hmm. It's like saying, if God knows people who are going to go to hell, why then? You see, there are people who are of the school of thought that Kunawatu already have been set apart. The same thing that there are people who believe that a Christian can lose their salvation. That's their standing. But there are those who believe that a Christian cannot lose their salvation. So I'm of, I'm of this school of thought mm-hmm. that Christians cannot lose their salvation. Simply because, uh, you see, when we talk about God has purchased us, has redeemed us, you mm-hmm. we talk about, we um, may redeem bonga points. Mm-hmm. Can those bonga points again be, be, you know, how do I put it? And redeemed. And you put, yes, uh, you're getting my point. Eh? Mm-hmm. So, so if Christ has redeemed us, has, mm-hmm. has, has purchased us, can you can you become unpurchased? you know you have already been purchased mm-hmm. then you become unpurchased okay that's my that's my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So um, again the other aspect that we also can help us argue that is I mean salvation is a gift it's a gift eh? mm-hmm. And so if God gives you a gift, we talk about his gifts being irrevocable he mm-hmm. cannot take them away. Mm-hmm. So what happens is for a Christian who has been eternally purchased
1: mm-hmm. and
2: gifted that gift of salvation, what happens is when they do something wrong, it simply affects their relationship with God. It's like you and your parents. Anytime you do something wrong, you don't cease becoming a
1: child, child of that family. Mm-hmm. It simply
2: means that your relationship with them has kind of been strained. You know, they are strained. Eh? Mm-hmm. So in Africa, Malayat, Amongol, China, you see, but once things have been made right, you know, your relationship is healed and you guys are able to need, but the fact still remains mm-hmm. you are part of that family. When you am taught yeah. Atakisma. If then if they, they denounce you mm. biologically, mm-hmm. if the DNA was to be done, you are still their child. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. So.
0: Yeah, and I actually like the analogy of the family because it makes a lot of sense, even in you know the Christianity, mm-hmm. and I feel that that line mm-hmm. of reasoning now mm-hmm. gives the answer. Yeah. And um, just I just want to clarify, but what Pastor Isaac means by purchasing is that um, when the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Then Christ has already paid those wages and wages are like, you know, Mm, a type of payment. So Christ has already paid those wages. Mm. So that's what that's what he means by purchased. Anyways, Mm. um now how can I have assurance over my salvation? Studio guests, would you like to answer this?
4: Hmm. An assurance over my salvation. Assurance to seven when uh, a like an approval,
0: like you know, a hundred percent, I'm still saved. As in, you, like you know, a hundred percent, my salvation is there, and I will go to heaven.
4: Mm. I think it, it's a hard question, by the way. But for me, I think even just waking up in the morning,
0: mm-hmm.
4: it's just like an assurance. Mm-hmm. Because if uh, okay, okay, the people who also die, God still loves them. Mm -hmm. but you waking up shows that you have a reason on this earth Mm. and there's something you're supposed to do so I think that's the way I see salvation as for me when I just wake up I know I still have my purpose to complete Mm -hmm. and I have not yet complete my purpose in this world Mm -hmm. that's why God has given me a chance to wake up and work ahead
3: Mm. yes okay Sandy, would you like to? I'd like add to, to contradict what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that you wake up every morning means that you still have to fulfill your purpose, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe God is still giving you another day so that He can give you another opportunity or another chance to get saved, to receive in that. To the guys yeah, been saved. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to receive that salvation. So I don't think you can get a hundred percent assurance yes, or not like 100%. like you get like God telling you. Good, you're doing a good job. Mm. You're still going to heaven. I think it's up to you to, to make, make sure. that effort mm-hmm. to make sure that you're in line with what God wants. To make sure that hakuna beef katyara na God. get yeah yeah okay. I think that's what I'd say.
0: Aya, ah, yeah. now the last question. We finish.
2: Let How? me read. Let me read the scripture. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Just, I know it's good to Nini. Uh, uh, Ephesians chapter chapter one verse thirteen and fourteen eh, says, "Having believed, you are marked in Him with a seal." The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of um, redemption of those who are God's possession, to mm-hmm. praise to the praise of His glory, meaning that eh, the other the other assurance that we are born again is the, is the fact that God has given us the Holy Spirit, who is a guarantee. You know, you are guaranteed of eternal eternal uh, eternal life. Mm-hmm. So the, the fact that we have the Holy Spirit in us. Uh, it means that we are born again. We have that assurance, mm. and uh, and uh, we belong to Him. He, it's a seal. It's like you, yeah. You know, when you We've talk about stung. cabs, mm-hmm. cabs have a, sea, a seal that yeah. they place on the knee. So for us, we have a seal, mm-hmm. a guarantee. Who is the Holy Spirit that we belong to God?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Once you get saved, He gives you a seal and you come
0: Poop. Mm. Mm. a
2: Poop. a gear, You are mine. It's a okay. seal. Yes.
0: So so now the last question: How can I get saved and um we'll read in accordance to Acts um sixteen, thirty to thirty-one.
3: It says he then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household.
0: Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I would like to expound on that.
2: simply, believe. I mean, salvation is not magical, it's, mm-hmm. not, uh, it's, not, it's beyond emotions, it's about faith. I think even Ephesians says the same, that it is not by our own good works that we've been saved, but through grace and all that. So you believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's simply a step of faith. It's it beyond logic. You know, you cannot explain salvation. It's just by faith. Even a professor cannot. The professor of the professor, and they've not been, and they will never been able to explain the concept of salvation. It's just simply faith, mm-hmm. having that faith that, you know what? I, I I believe in Christ, I, I want to believe in Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. to come and save me. As simple as that, you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth that Christ Jesus died on the cross for your sins and he rose again. As, it's as simple as that, you believe and then from there you get saved. There's nothing magical about it, you don't have to do anything about it, it's mm-hmm. a gift only receive by faith.
0: Uh, okay. Mm. And guys, that is a wrap on our first two episodes on salvation. Thank you so much for listening to um, Illuminate today. Thank you that you have stayed to the very end. And if you'd like to get saved, please visit um, the Sittam Guy Church during the weekdays on Sunday. Where the pastors are here to help you and to guide you through. And you, you are more than welcome to the kingdom of God. So thank you so much. You can also for reach us
2: on our social media.
0: Yes, you can also reach us on our social medias um on Instagram at illuminate.podcast on YouTube at illuminate podcast. And we would like you to drop your questions because, as we mentioned, after every three episodes, we'll have a segment called Hashtag New Perspective. We'll be answering those questions. So please, do not be do not shy away from answering questions, dropping your opinion. And by the way, drop a like, share, subscribe with your... Uh, I mean, share with your friends and subscribe. Mm. And, you know, this... Um, as, as you continue to like and share like that, you are blowing this account up. And, you know, you are you are sharing the kingdom of God with someone else. So this may also land on someone else's, you know, somewhere, feed. because it is trending or feed. So thank you guys so much, so, so, so much, for listening to our first few two episodes. We are so grateful for you, and may God bless you, and have a lovely day, week, whatever time it is. Have a lovely time. Thank you so much.
2: Amen.